Hello everyone, welcome to the Brew Thoughts Podcast. This is German coming to you today as we launch a new pod. Well, not a new pod, but a new segment on our podcast. And that's going to be NBA Mondays. The NBA season started last Tuesday. And we kind of want to go throughout the NBA season, breaking down week by week what's going on. I think this is going to give us a good indication of where we're at. It's going to allow us to track the NBA in a, in a more close, in a, in a closer way. I think it, the NBA season, much like baseball, it's one of those seasons where it's so long and... It, the ebbs and flows of of the season feel like they come and go and sometimes the the big things kind of go over our heads and we're not able to recognize when things uh, change when narratives start taking shape and we're gonna go through the NBA season all the way th- through the finals breaking down um, the season in 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 week increments so in the increments of a week we'll, we'll break down the NBA and um, we're gonna go through different standings we're gonna go through the, the you know games um, we're gonna go through uh, headlines and, and and stories to look out for and the whole thing uh, so that we can get a good idea of what's going on in the NBA season and so uh, hopefully you're ready to to come on this journey. We, we did that with the NFL, and we're still doing that. Uh, we have the our our week 17 uh, preview coming in the next few days as well. And uh, hopefully you listened to our podcast yesterday or today, depending on when you saw it on Christmas as. Ed and Albert and I talked about Christmas, our thoughts on Christmas, the different things we do. Uh, today, we'll do NFL, NBA. Uh, later on, we'll do NFL, and we'll do a, along with the NFL, we'll do a boxing a boxing preview of uh, everything that, of, of the fight that we're going to see on, on Saturday with uh, Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell. Uh, Ryan Garcia, easily the most hated boxer in in all of in all of boxing right now. Uh, shout out to David Escamilla as he's a, a big hater of of King Rye, and so we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um, so we'll we'll start today NBA. Uh, let's start from the beginning. Uh, listen to if you haven't listened to our NBA preview pod. Listen to that as you hear Ed and Adrian and I break down the NBA season. Uh, so we'll start with last Tuesday. Uh, we we got our first two games, and it we we were it was the Brooklyn Nets versus the Golden State Warriors. And one of the things that we saw in this game very early, and we it was one of those things that was very visible in the preseason was that Kevin Durant is probably at 90% back. And Kevin Durant looks like his former self. And we said in the preview pod that if Kevin Durant resembles himself, anywhere near himself, his former self before the Achilles tear, uh, he would win MVP. And I think it's one of those things that as the season goes along, that's just going to gain more steam because Kevin Durant makes the best story. So... The Warriors, on the other hand, didn't look good. Uh, it's what happens when Draymond and Clay are both out. Uh, Oubre is not was not a a good replacement, and Andrew Wiggins is Andrew Wiggins, and I think it, it's 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 very clear that Andrew Wiggins is 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 going to be just this guy who's who's super athletic, who can do. A few things well, um, but it's just ultimately frustrating guy. He can't shoot threes, and he he's not the defensive guy um, that we thought we were going to get when he was coming out from college. 
some six years ago. And so I think Golden State wanted to trade him. They, they wanted to use him as, as bait to bring in another name, and, and it just seems like they're just stuck with Andrew Wiggins, um, which is not fun. And for the Warrior fans, uh, it's not uh, it's not a fun thing to be stuck with Andrew Wiggins and 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 kind of convince yourself into thinking that this guy is going to turn it around. Uh, it, it's crazy because last year he averaged like twenty points almost, and he he was nineteenth. I th- I think I saw a stat that he was nineteenth in scoring last season, which is. Very hard to believe when you watch Andrew Wiggins play uh, night-to-night basis. Uh, Steph Curry struggled in this game, and he struggled. He struggled uh, throughout the week. I mean, he he has yet to get going, and and I think it's it's a mixture of a few things. It's the Warriors are easy to defend because it's just Curry that you have to worry about. Um, if Ubre and Andrew Wiggins are going to do something, it's the defense are is they're gonna live with that and they're gonna force Wiggins and Ubre to do things before they even consider um, the the possibility of playing them close. And so Steph Curry, I think, is gonna struggle in 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 the beginning as Draymond comes and and as the guys around him get get acclimated to that offense, which is something Steve Kerr said. Steve Kerr said uh, and. In every interview this past week, that he he should have he should have simplified things and 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 allowed for the the new guys to get acclimated to the system. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um, and the Nets look good. Um, Kevin Durant again looked like his former self, and after the the game, he he said, "This is just ball." Uh, and for a guy like Kevin Durant, it is. For a guy like with his skill set, it is just basketball. Um, obviously, for everybody else, for the other ninety-eight percent of the league, league it's not just ball. Uh, but Kevin Durant was was just spectacular in in driving and in in his ability to shoot, which I think he will always have. Um, and him, him and Kyrie playing together uh, looked good, and Kyrie. Uh, was able to con- was, was just look good out there. Um, and so in the second game, we had the Lakers and Clippers. And we're not going to go through all these games. We're just starting off with opening night. Um, but the Clippers and Lakers uh, kicked off the well, the second game as they tipped off uh, their regular seasons on Tuesday. Uh, the Lakers got the rings, and, and the, it was a whole presentation, and... I don't think they're going to unveil the banner until fans are able to be in the stands. And it was a typical ceremony, uh, in the aftermath at least, uh, where usually whenever there's a ring ceremony or uh, MVP trophy presentation, uh, the other team is able to just, they come out motivated because they want to spoil the night. And that's exactly what happened. The Clippers... uh, Came came out gunning and 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 Paul George looked good and Kawhi looked good and and uh, Ibaka looked good and and all things looked okay for the Clippers uh, on opening night. Uh, it's one of those things that for the Clippers it's going to be much like the Rockets over the year over the last few years. Uh, it's really hard to give them any credit because of what we just saw them do in the playoffs, and so. It was a, win, a, a good win for the Clippers, uh, but it's one of those things that as the Clippers win throughout these, this season, we're going to be looking at them wondering, okay, but what, what are you going to be able to perform in the playoffs? And, and the same, and it's, Paul George, it's the same thing with Paul George. Uh, Paul George can showcase himself as a top 10 guy again in, in, in this regular season and return to form of... When he was in OKC, where he was like top five in MVP one year, um, but he's going to be judged not on the, not on not by that standard, but he's ultimately going to be judged by what he does in the playoffs. And so, the Clippers were able to to win, um, and then in the the rest, uh, the Wizards look good. 
the Wizards with Bradley Beal and and Russell Westbrook looked good. Uh, I think Russell is going to do Russ things, and I think the the the, the Wizards are going to make the playoffs in the East. I think they are they, they are good enough with Russell and and Brad uh, Bradley Beal to to make it. Bradley Beal looks ridiculous. He looks like he's going to be like a top ten guy this year. Um, so I'm excited to see them on night to night basis because they're going to be a fun team to to watch constantly. Um, but the, the the Sixers, the Sixers looked like they um, they didn't look amazing. But one thing that the Sixers did do, um, they did look alive. They they looked like a team with a plan, which is. Not something that you could have said about them when they were under Brett Brown. So the the Sixers, I think, are going to be obviously a contender, and I think we we all thought that. I don't think anybody uh, was like, yeah, I don't I don't see the Sixers doing anything. Uh, so I, the Sixers are, are are better off with Doc Rivers, and we saw it that that first game. Um, in terms of Miami, uh, Miami uh, in this early early going, as we'll go just down the line, uh, Miami has is it's kind of they're finding their form, their form from the bubble. It's going to take some time, and again, I I don't know if they'll get all the way back there. Uh, I think a lot of Miami's success was built on. The fact that it was a bubble system and they didn't have to travel uh, to Milwaukee or to Boston, uh, so I think it's uh, Miami looked better in the in the in the in the Christmas Day game where they played a New Orleans Pelicans team that much like last year have no idea what they're doing defensively. They have a new coach in Stan Van Gundy, but they still have no idea what they're doing. And obviously it's early, so it's it's gonna take some time for them to um get going and for them to 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 uh to get in some to some rhythm understand uh for the Pelicans. But uh they they didn't look good um in in in, in on Christmas and it was one of those games that uh, Miami was just smarter and, and better all around. Uh, going back to the Clippers, as we'll just break down the week for, for these guys. Um, the Clippers started 2-1. and one. They beat the Nuggets in a game where I think they, 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 needed, to, they needed to win. But then they got blown out by the... By the Dallas Mavericks yesterday, uh, by 51 points, and it was uh, such a ridiculous beating uh, because of uh, I think at one point it was like 72 to to 18 or something like that, uh, and so obviously Twitter had a, had a had a field day with them as the as the Mavs were just this controlling and dismantling the Kawhi-less Clippers. After Paul George said he takes full responsibility, and it's if you know the Clippers' history and if you know anything about what they're doing about just how terrible they've been over the last few years, it's really hard to believe that this was the record. It's really hard to believe that the Clippers' worst loss uh, is fifty-one, and that it came now. And so, it's such an embarrassing thing for them. But they're two and one. Um, they're okay to start the year, but it was it was such a an alarming an alarming beatdown. Whenever you get beat by uh, north of twenty, uh, it, it's alarming. But get to get beat by fifty early on this season without Kawhi uh, for you know on a team that has Paul George. Paul George just got a big old contract. Uh, just not a good showing for them. Um, We'll go down, and another thing that's been good to see: the Suns have looked okay. The Suns have have looked uh, have are looking like a Chris, a team with Chris Paul in it. And whenever you have a team, whenever your team has Chris Paul, you know that the ball control is going to be good, 
and you're gonna be in in a lot of these games and that's exactly what what phoenix has been in the in the first three games of their season um the kings have looked decent but he, they look like they finally have rotation unlike last season but he healed uh is getting some playing time and and they all look that it looks like it's clicking for for luke walton over there on that side um, another thing we'll look at um let me see I think the Knicks, the not the Knicks, the Celtics. The Celtics look um, for the first three games that they've looked okay. Um, I think that they they need Kemba, and Kemba um, with his many um, knee injuries, and he's going to be a big factor for them. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they manage Kemba um, and the loss of Kemba and. And um, Jason Tatum is just doesn't look like he's gonna take the leap. He 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 looks like he's a guy who's being aggressive, but with no plan. He's just being aggressive for the sake of being aggressive, which is never good, and it's never something you want from your guy. Um, uh, but the Celtics are in ha- in in oh in. Where they need to be, where the team is is now Jalen Browns and, and Jason Tatum, but I think Jason Tatum definitely needs a uh, an understanding of what he's doing out there where I think it's just aggressiveness with no plan, um, which as Russell Westbrook or, or people who have been who are fa- have been fans of Russell Westbrook teams, um, it can be fun and exciting, but ultimately, it's very frustrating when your guy uh, is is just out of control like that. Um, and then the Pacers with Sabonis for the Pacers have looked uh, spectacular. The dude looks in shape. Um, the Pacers look um, like a very interesting team and, and, and a very lively team to say the least. They are, um, I think it'll be a fun team in the playoffs. Depending on what they're able to get from from Victor Oladipo, that's going to be, I think, the key for them. Um, and Victor Oladipo so far has looked like his, has looked okay. He's looked good. He, he's He's been fine. Um, the Raptors, uh, as we keep it moving, the Raptors... 0-1 so far in in this early season uh, in Toronto. 0-2, sorry. Toronto 0-2 in this early season. They're, they're playing in Tampa Bay this year. So remember that. They're, they're playing in Tampa. And they have... Uh, I think they're going to they're gonna have a hard time scoring night-to-night. Um, night. Um, with Nick Nurse, obviously, you... you we, you trust a lot in him because he's such a great coach. And so he's going to do a lot of things schematically to get his guys open shots and, and, and clear shots. But it's a team that's easy to stop because of the, the, there's no dynamic playmaker on that side. There's guys who can make shots. Um, but one of the things that you need more than well, equally, not, I don't want to say more. Equally is guys who can create shots, and and one of the things that the the Raptors don't have, they don't have a guy who can create a shot. They have guys who can knock down shots, but those guys need someone to to give them the ball. And and, and I think it, they're starting to see Pascal Siakam is not the guy. They thought they were gonna get. They thought they, he was gonna develop into that guy. Um, and then in terms of Milwaukee, Milwaukee has uh, they've looked good. They looked fine. Uh, the, Milwaukee is gonna be uh, probably number one seed again. Uh, they're one and two right now, but it's early on in the season, and they'll they'll definitely they they, they look. They look fine. That's it. 
I think Milwaukee is another team like the Rockets, where we're kind of just tired of, of their success on in the regular season because it hasn't really translated to the to the playoffs. Um, and some of the the biggest takeaway I think from Christmas as we, we, we jump into that is that uh, as there was a bunch of blowouts, I think all five games were blown up were blowouts. And it's the Heat are gonna beat up on a bunch of bad teams. The Heat are gonna be the team that beats up on on all the teams they need to beat beat up on and and they'll play the, the contenders real tough. Uh, which is typical Miami. Uh, Milwaukee, as they find their form, they're going to be uh, just a threat in the East like they have been. The Nets, uh, depending on how many games that the, the Durant and, and Kyrie play, uh, that team's going to be just scary and, and, uh, and just uh, probably the, the team that comes out of the East. Uh, but also there's a lot of Clipper potential with that team. It's, it's a team that's their number one guy uh, in Kevin Durant is not going to play a whole lot. When he plays, they're going to look great. When he doesn't play, they're probably not going to win a bunch of games. Um, Kyrie is kind of like Paul George. Uh, he, he's a little bit inconsistent, maybe not in his play, but in his mind, which affects his play. Uh, so we might get a situation where the where the Nets night tonight will look like the best team, and everyone will talk themselves into the Nets. But when it comes down to it, can, do they have the collective, the collective, not the not individually? Because obviously we know that Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they're champions. They have the mental fortitude to to get through. An NBA season to get to the finals, the whole thing. But do they have a collective mindset and strong mind to get to the playoffs, to win in the playoffs? Um, and it's what we saw with the Clippers. Kawhi had the mental fortitude, but that was it. Nobody else had it, and and, and it didn't matter if Doc Rivers and all his experience was there. Um, it, the team fell apart, and. and Early on, I'm getting a lot of, a lot of just, just a lot of feelings towards the Nets that they are going to be the Clippers of the East, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how how that goes. Um, in terms of the Lakers, I think the Lakers are going to be better than last year. I think the the first game was just a hiccup because typical. Um, ring ceremony stuff but I think they're going to be fine um, and and the Mavs if they don't get Przingis then they're going to be in trouble uh, and so it's one of those things that the sooner Przingis can get there the, the better they'll look because if not if Przingis is out for longer and Przingis you just never know because he, he's just he's had such bad luck with injuries um, and if Luca goes down for any time at all during this stretch, um, it, it can go south for them real quick. And um, John Morant has looked great. John Morant has been spectacular. Um, and uh, so shout out to him. Uh, shout out to John Morant, who looks like he's going to take the next step. Um, but that's pretty much it. That's, that's pretty much it. What we've seen. Throughout the first week of the NBA season, um, obviously whatever happened in Monday's games we'll cover next week. So don't uh, don't get upset with us over any of those things. We'll we'll cover any any injuries or any of that. Um, but things to look for: uh, James Harden, um, his his play in in with the team. James Harden, who was at a strip club, but wasn't a strip club. Uh, but then he showed out and, and dropped 44 versus the, the Blazers. Uh, so it's important to, it's going to be fun. To wa- well, I don't know if fun's the right word, but it's going to be a, th- a thing to do throughout the season. Watch James, Hard- watch James Harden and, and see how he reacts and plays. Uh, I think he, he clearly 
is playing, understanding that he's not equal to the guys he's with, and which is a terrible situation for the guys that are playing with him, that the, the superstar guy um, refuses to be one of them and refuses to be part of the team. And that's what we're seeing with James Harden. So it's going to be interesting to see if they move him. Um, and and so it, well, we'll see. We'll see how that, that goes for them. And in terms of the standings, and, and we'll do a, a, an early projection, and we all knew that the Magic, the Cavs, the Pacers, and the Hawks were going to be the top four seeds in the East, as all three of them are 3-0 and and undefeated to start the young NBA season. And so shout out to those guys as they have been uh, winning early on. Um, and in the West, uh, I think it's it's been pretty, pretty solid all around. The, the T-Wolves have looked okay. They, they got stomped by the Lakers yesterday. But besides that, they, they've, they've looked okay, and that's about it. Um, so we'll see what, what Kat and, and D'Lo and those guys can do. One of the things that, that is very clear, though, is James Wiseman was the best rookie, and, and, and for him to, to go to the, the, the Warriors seems unfair, but it, it kind of balances out as the Warriors have all this, uh, all this injury, all these injuries, and and can't seem to catch a break ever since they they got Kevin Durant. It's almost like a tax that they're paying now uh, a few few years later coming off of that. And uh, we'll, we'll end the pod with the Blazers. So the Portland Trail Blazers have, in the early going, are 1-1. One one. Uh, they're, they're playing the Lakers tonight, and so we'll see how that game finishes. Um, but it's one of those things that we, with this team, that they're very good and with I think this is the time I think we we always say this with this team because we I think it's very clear that as much as everybody loves Dame and as much as Dame gets the love because he's a he's the guy who's not going to jump ship and he's he's going to go down with the, the the Blazers and which is fine ultimately if you're um the GM Neil O'Shea you you you're trying to win a championship, and I think we're, we're getting another year of the CJ and Dame combo. It's not going to win them a championship, and I think it's going to be just a matter of time before they move those guys. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And uh, but early on, the Portland Trail Blazers, I think it's going. They're going to be a team, top four seed, uh, and they looked okay to start the year. And I think, and that's the the biggest takeaway from the first week of the season. Everyone has looked, for the most part, okay. That's it. Everyone's looked okay. Um, no one's looked ridiculously, particularly terrible. Uh, maybe the Bulls haven't looked that that great, and the Pistons. But besides that, uh, everyone else has been fine. And, and that's kind of it's going to be a, a slow start as, as we start as we start the season. And so uh, obviously, the, I think the first month is going to just be uh, kind of very like okay, well, yeah, it's been fine. And then we're going to hit January, and it's just uh, February this year. And the middle of January to February, and it's just going to take off on us, which is going to be fun. So that's the takeaway. That's something to look for. Um, the player, I'll leave you with a player to look out for, uh, Michael Porter Jr., not because he's blowing up, but because it seems like Mike Malone still doesn't trust him, which does not look good for MP uh, Michael Porter Jr. So we'll see how that, how that develops there uh, as he has all the makings to be a good guy uh, and a good rotation piece. More than that, really. Um, but he just doesn't seem to have grown from one season to the next. And the player um, that has improved is Kyle Kuzma. Um, and So Kyle Kuzma has looked pretty decent so far. That It seems like that contract really helped him out to, to stabilize him. And uh, James Wiseman's going to win the MVP. And it looks like John Morant's going to win most improved player of the year, which is a lot of fun. Um, and Brandon Ingram, 
got better again, which is shout out to him. He he's he's he's, he's a really good player and has the and has the potential to become an all star in the next few years. So shout out to him. Um, so. That's it. That's the NBA. That's NBA Monday. Thank you so much for listening. This is German for the Brute Thoughts podcast. Uh, you can find us and see everything we're doing on Instagram. Uh, you can follow us at, at, at Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow us on, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can see all our coffee stuff. Uh, looking for the Brute Thoughts podcast, and please rate, review, subscribe to our pod uh, anywhere you get your your podcast, Spotify, Apple Apple Podcast, anywhere, uh, Google, anywhere you get your podcast. Share the word uh, about us; uh, it, it really helps. We'll be back later on um, this week with uh, two more pods, as we'll have the the NFL preview. Of, of we'll talk about last this past weekend's games and the, the 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 games that are coming up in the final week of the NFL season, and then we'll have another pod previewing the Ryan Garcia fight, and for the the pod on Monday for next for the NBA Monday next week, we'll throw in the 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 the, the post. Um, the reaction to the Ryan Garcia fight. Uh, so we'll do all of that next, next, uh, on next Monday's pod. So thank you so much for listening. This has been German for the Brute Thoughts podcast. And remember, drink better coffee.
I give it to him. I like that Montgomery showed up of doing what he's supposed to. But again, this is a prime example of, you know, Nagy's been the one in charge. Nagy doing what Pace says. Pace is doing what Nagy or letting Nagy run his crazy offense. It's terrible. And it has not worked. And I'm just finally <laughs> glad they went back to basics. They said, Montgomery, don't run side to side, run up the field. Stop dancing. Just hit the hole and go. All you guys on your line, make your blocks. Find the gap, hit somebody. And you saw it. I mean, for two games straight, Montgomery took off. They, and they let, they finally given Trubisky the, the bootlegs. That's what they've been saying for since they drafted him. He's good on the run. He's good. Let him, he's a mobile. He's not going to see the whole field. So now they let him do it. But we kept, they kept, you know, downplaying him as he makes bad decisions, bad mistakes. So you're going to make bad decisions when you're put in a bad speed. You're following a bad offensive gameplay. But now you see him. He rolls out. He can run 10 yards. Rolls out, brings somebody back. Boom. Robinson is getting the ball like crazy now. Mooney gets the ball, you know. So they have these weapons. They have these people. Just stop trying to be so technical and play easy football. Easy football. So you're uh, so you're in the camp of Mitch is the answer, long term answer for the for the Bears. Well, that because you have no pick, so you have no choice now. Right. Like you made the mistake of going after Foles when you should have gone after somebody who will, you know, where you can make the decision on the Mitch. But now, no, you have to run Mitch. You have to make gameplay just for him, just for him. You know, there's too many weapons not to have an individual talent. Now, they play a tough team that's going to make them play collectively. Yeah, they're going to run into problems. But individually, they can succeed in that division. They can succeed at least to the first or second round of playoffs. But, then, you know, when you go to the, that last round of the Super Bowl, you are a sound team from defense to offense. And right now they got to work on the defense getting a little bit tighter. The offense just needs to keep scoring, keep doing positive plays. But it's easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Um, let's hit uh, two, the two embarrassing losses or, or wins, depending on how you want to look at it. The Jets can't seem to tank correctly. So they win their game against the Rams, and they, they put their number one overall pick in jeopardy with that win. Going 0-16 would have been best. And the Bengals... Beating Pittsburgh last night, uh, what are your thoughts on on the Jets and their inability to lose correctly? And uh, the and Pittsburgh are, are they? Are we sure this is a team we can trust in the playoffs? It's three straight yeah, terrible losses. Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh has no. They have no running game, but. You know, with Big Ben in there, all you got to do is throw a couple touchdowns and you can win a game. Uh, Jets-wise, even though you win the game, you still don't jeopardize your draft pick because you still are going to make someone go to your team that doesn't want to be there. So whether it's Lawrence or uh, the kid from Alabama, like it doesn't matter who they go after. Nobody wants to be there. So do they hurt the draft pick? Maybe, but does any draft pick want to be there? <laughs> no. <laughs> but and Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh. They take the losses. No undefeated team's going to go all the way. Look what happened to the Patriots when they were fifteen and one. You know, it, it's going to happen regardless. But what? It's a it's a bumpy road for the last two games for Pittsburgh. Unless they wake up, they'll be back to track, uh, back on track. And Cincinnati just needed to put, you know, they just needed to hit somebody real hard, and that's what they did to Juju. Yeah. They, took, they took their mojo out, and you know Cincinnati dominated defensively. Yeah, TikTok star Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> All right, I got these kids going crazy over here. I'm at the end. It <laughs> okay. sounds good. Um, last, uh, so we'll, we'll leave you with this. So who do you got? Uh, give us your MVP, as that's been a just a hot topic. And uh, Super Bowl prediction. I wouldn't be surprised if Mahomes goes back to back with MVP. And Super Bowl prediction. I can't predict who, but I'll say it'll be Kansas City in there. Probably. 
a New Orleans, like a late pushback from New Orleans. Oh, That's, yeah. Okay. I, I just just because you know, just because. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we'll yeah. Then <laughs> we'll do it again soon. Definitely. All right. All right. Man. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was Will. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, so let, let's end the part talking about this this upcoming week as we uh, hit the, some of the the games. So we'll look at just the games that have playoff implications uh, as we look into uh, and see the last two weeks uh, of the of the season. We get the Vikings and the Saints, and we get we're gonna get a. A Christmas special and so the NFL and the NBA going at it um, in terms for ratings as the NBA is back today and, and as we're recording this the, the Laker game is on right now and the Brooklyn completely dominated and Kevin Durant looks like Kevin Durant which is uh, very exciting but We'll look at the, this week's games, the, the slate of the, of the teams that matter. So Viking Saints, uh, New Orleans coming off a tough loss versus the, the Chiefs, a game they should have won. I think the Chiefs are uh, – we'll, we'll hit the Chiefs when we get there, actually. But the Saints and Vikings, the, the Vikings have struggled and stumbled, and, and, and they started off one and five, which definitely didn't help their their cause or so. One and five, one and four, something like that. And it, it's just really hard to, to start poorly and 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 try to bounce back. And and it's one of the things we've seen throughout this season that it just became really hard for them to to turn that around. And and the, and the Saints are in just good position to to end uh, end the Vikings on Sunday. And they're in good position to to go up and and play for the number one seed as they're going to need help. They, they're going to need the Packers to lose, and uh, they're going to need some help if they want the, the number one seed. And remember, this year only the number one seed gets the gets the bye, so that that's going to be big for them. And we have uh, the second game. We have the Niners versus the. The Cardinals, and that's on Saturday. So we get three Saturday games. We get a Christmas Day game. And so the three Saturday games and, and all three of these playoff implications, uh, well, for some teams. <laughs> Cardinals, Niners, obviously the Niners are not in the playoff mix. George Kittle might play, which should be interesting. Josh Rosen could be, maybe play. Who knows, who knows against the team that drafted him. Um, it, it'd be nice to see Josh Rosen play, though, and look good. Um, I'm, I'm rooting for him in San Francisco. Um, so the Cardinals have played better. Uh, Kyler Murray, who looked beat up and, and injured the last few weeks, looks to have looks to looks like he got his mojo back. So it's going to be interesting to see um, uh, just. The, the style of play, because obviously this is a divisional game, and so you never know with these matchups. I think the 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 safe thing to assume is that the Niners won't win. I just uh, it's if the Cardinals can't beat this Niner team, uh, I just I, I don't know what to say about them. And and the Cardinals definitely need this game as they are. Eight and six, and, and the Bears are right behind them. Obviously, Chicago needs the Niners to win this game to keep their their hopes alive. And, and so the, the Bears need a big performance from the Niners. They need the Niners to do them a solid, while the the Cardinals just need to win out and, and they will make it to the to the playoffs. So We'll see what happens there. Uh, the second game on Saturday, the Bucks versus the Lions, or the first game, I should say. The first game is Bucks Lions. The second game is Niners Cardinals. The second, the first game, Bucks Lions. Uh, we have the a Buccaneer team that has been up and down all year. They have nine wins though, so 
they've been up and down all year, much like most of the NFC. And the difference between the Bucks and the Packers is the Bucks down has cost them games where the where the Packers not so great games having cost them a lot of wins. So and that's been the difference. Uh, the same can be said with the Saints. So the Bucks at nine and five uh, can still technically catch the Saints. They would need the Saints to lose the next two games, and the Bucks would have to win the next two games, and and they would win the division. I I don't see that happening. The Saints can win the division with a win on Sunday as they have the tiebreaker uh, versus the the Bucks. So the Saints playing for the division on Sunday. And uh, on Friday, I should say, uh, on Friday, and the Bucks, Lions, the the Lions are competitive and frisky and and all of that. But uh, I mean, the the Bucks should take care of business. Then we get the Dolphins and the Raiders. The Raiders are in the hunt at seven and seven. Miami at nine and five. This is a, a game that the Raiders need against a team that is directly in front of them. And the Raiders looked better with Mariota, more explosive. But that's what happens. You know, a guy like Mariota will definitely, his style would always look more flashy and, and, and more exciting and more explosive than the style of, of Carr. And that's just the way that, that, that goes. So, yeah, I don't think Carr. I don't. I don't think Mariota is the answer there long term. We heard Will, and he thinks he they are. Um, but I think Mariota just. It's just the way. It, it's just what happens when you get a running quarterback. He. he it's, it's an. It's a. It's an instant boost. Uh, but how long does that boost last? Which is, uh, I think, the question we're all. We all want to know. And, and with the Dolphins, with their. Good coaching with their stable defense. Tua, who hasn't looked all that great, and it just looks like they don't trust him enough to to let him loose. To one of the best things about Tua in Alabama was that he could just let it rip and and just throw it deep, and they're not letting him do that, which is very alarming, uh, considering that that is his that that's his strength. And then we get uh, moving on to Sunday. We get uh, we get the Falcons and the Chiefs. Falcons going up against a Chief team that's thirteen and one. The Chiefs are good. I think they're the best team in football. They're they have the best quarterback in football. But the Chiefs are beatable. The Chiefs have escaped over and over again this season um, in games where they should have lost, but they win. And you can toss that up to championship pedigree. You can toss that up to uh, bad decisions up from their opponents, whatever. But it's one of these things that, that that's it, it, there's a stink to the Chiefs. And I know it's it's weird to say that about a team that's 13-1, and one, but there's a stink to them because it, it just seems like they can be got. And I'm not saying the Falcons are going to get them, but the Falcons can be good enough on any given week to 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 put up a lot of points. And so it wouldn't surprise me if this game was close. Obviously, it wouldn't surprise me if this game was a blowout. But it's just interesting. It's one of these things to look, one of these things to look at as we look at the 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 playoffs and 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 what can happen with the Chiefs that eventually when you play enough of these close games like this and and we've seen it with Seattle where you thread the line so much that some sometimes you are on the losing end of these games of these close games and so the Chiefs and the Falcons obviously the Chiefs are trying to clinch the the first overall first overall and with the win, they clinched the conference. So big game for them as, as they're looking to lock up home field advantage throughout the playoffs. With a win on, on Sunday, they get that done. We get the next game we get is 
we, we get the Colts and the, and the Steelers. I think this is probably the game of the week in terms of just the implication that the, the two teams that are going against each other. No, no, there is them and the... Never mind. There's this is one of three games of the weeks that that we have, and the Colts and the Steelers. The Steelers coming off an embarrassing loss versus the versus the Bengals, and and they're looking to turn things around. They they get the Colts at home, or the Steelers will be home for the Colts, and the Colts playing well. The Colts playing for that division as well, as they are tied with with the. With the Titans right now at ten and four for that division, and so every win from here on out is crucial for for both teams, the Colts and the Titans, and and the Steelers who just want to get on the board as they've lost three straight after being eleven and zero. They they're now zero and three, losing to the Washington Football Team, losing to the Bills, and losing to the lowly Bengals on Monday. So Pittsburgh's definitely going to come out with. You know, guns blazing. I'm sure Juju after his embarrassing, uh, you know, dancing on the logo and, and and just getting rocked versus the Bengals. I'm sure he'll do some motivational stuff, or you know, he'll he'll do something about strength and I'm here and whatever. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see what we get from them. Um, but it's gonna be a good game. Colts Steelers Sunday. Um, and uh, team two teams that need it, two teams that um, are are fighting for position, and 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 the Colts also a win gets them gets them to the three seed if they were to win the division, as the Steelers might win the division, but the Steelers uh, they they would own the tiebreaker, and the Steelers need to win because they're eleven and three. The Browns are ten and four. A loss gets them even with 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 Cleveland, so all sorts of implication goes on in, in this uh, in this game. As as we, we can get a team that goes to the three seed, and we can get the Browns going from a going from a, a road team in the wild card round to hosting a playoff game. So a lot of things to look for, and a lot of things to play for in that game. Speaking of the Browns, they have the Jets and and. The Browns at ten and four need to just take care of business. The Jets have no interest in in winning yet another game, as they won the f- the game last week versus the Rams on on accident, I think. But they have no real interest in winning that game. No real interest. So if you're the if you're the Browns, you have to go in there, take care of business. No, don't mess around. And you get eleven wins, and you hope the Colts can hold off the Steelers. And and now you are tied for the division heading into the final, into the final game of the season, which would be very very interesting and a lot of fun. So we'll see how that one plays out on Sunday, uh, as it should. Again, the Browns should just take care of business and and end this madness. Then we get the Bears and the Jaguars. The Bears who need the game at seven and seven. They're still technically in the hunt. A win by the Cardinals would end that, and a loss, obviously, by the by the Bears, obviously, would would end that as well. So, the Vikings need to win, the the Bears need to win, and they both need the Cardinals to lose um, their games so that, or the Bucks and the Rams. Uh, I mean, if the Bucks, Rams, and Cards lose their last two games, the Bears have a chance. So. Um, the Bears need to just take care of business uh, as they go up against the Jaguars, another team that has no interest in winning. And these are just the games that you, gimme games, or, or at least they appear that way. But you just have to take care of business. You, you just have to do what you got to do to win and and get out of there uh, with a victory. Then we get the Giants versus the Ravens. The Giants, who are not eliminated and they're not in the hunt of a wild card spot. But they are in the hunt for the division. So at five and nine, they are a game behind Washington, and they're going up against the Ravens, who are in the hunt as well. And the and they need the the Ravens need this game to get into the playoffs. Um, they need Miami to lose, 
and and so all of these games mean something. The Giants and the Ravens, it's a, it's a meaningful game on both for both teams. Um, the Ravens who coming off all their COVID stuff and Lamar Jackson has been has looked better. Uh, the Giants whose defense has been uh, a, a, a surprise this week this year, um, and so we'll see. We'll see what. We get from the Giants and the Ravens as as a as this game is very important to both of their playoffs, uh, playoff as lives and 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 the Ravens if they are able to contain and move the ball, contain the defense from the standpoint of of uh, of not falling, contain their 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 physicality. And so spreading them out uh, and and containing their aggression because one of the best things that the Giants do on defense is, is they're super aggressive. So they're going to have to move this, not this off. They're going to have to contain their aggressiveness and and, and use the, the Giants' aggressiveness against them in order to find success on Sunday. And then we get the... The Panthers and the Washington football team, uh, the Panthers who are out of the the race, but they can play spoiler to the Washington football team. And and if Washington wins uh, the game, they go to seven and eight, and the Giants were seven five and nine. If if the Giants lose, Washington. Um, gets one step closer to to winning the the division. So it's a big game for uh, for just all of these teams involved. Um, and so Washington, with their defense, uh, they have to control the, the pace. Uh, Dwayne Haskin this week got, got in trouble for um, going to a strip club after the game. And, you know, he did his rounds of apologies and, you know, take ownership and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what, what who starts. We'll see how they look. And, and the Panthers, who are very much uh, willing to compete with anybody, uh, so it's not a game that Washington's going to show up and the Panthers are going to roll over. Uh, they're going to definitely be in there to, to win the game. And the Panthers uh, firing their GM this week. Uh, so we'll see. Then we get Eagles Cowboys and and again all the the NFC East teams as much as we want to write them out are teams that need uh we need to talk about because they're still in the playoffs so but again if Washington wins and the Cowboys lose then Washington clinches the division so if the Giants lose, or the Cowboys lose, and the and the football, the Washington football team wins, I think they clinch the division because the Eagles will go to five and nine, uh, seven. Yeah, they they would clinch because they they would get to seven first. So the Washington football team is is that close to to winning the division. So we'll see. Can they can they uh, complete the job? Uh, we'll see on Sunday and and. The second game of the week, I told you there's three. So the first one being Colts and and Steelers. The second one, Rams at Seahawks. Uh, and again, a, a game where Seattle doesn't play all that great against the Rams. Seattle, that's been stumbling and and, and they just have not looked good all, all season long. Uh, at least not consistently. And the Rams, a Rams team that is very is is balanced throughout, but then they get just the crap uh, golf game from time to time, which makes it very, very, very difficult. Because if he just has that look on his face, then it's over for them. And so we'll see. We'll see what what, what game we get. It's gonna it should be very physical. Uh, Aaron Donald should be all up in the face of 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 uh, Russell Wilson as as the the weak uh, offensive line that Seattle has. Although 
Aaron wasn't all that great against the Jets last Sunday. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what kind of game we get from them. News from Seattle today was that Josh Gordon, I remember him, uh, he's out indefinitely as he had another relapse with uh, substance abuse. And then we get the Titans versus the Packers. Titans-Packers, uh, the third game, the third uh, game of the week, uh, there's three. So that was the third one, Titans-Packers, 10-4 and four Titans, 11-3 and three Packers. And uh, before I get into that one, the Seahawks and Rams playing for the division. So as of now, if the Rams win, the Rams take overtake the division as they own the tiebreaker, and the Rams would just have to win next week as well, and they would win the NFC West. If Seattle wins, they go to 11-4, and and they would clinch the division. So a lot of divisions could be clinched this Sunday. So with a win, Seattle clinches the division, and the Rams would play for the wild card. And, And so again, all of these teams are playing in the first round, except for the number one seed. But you are playing for the opportunity to host a playoff game. Then uh, the final game, Titans-Packers, or yeah, the final game of the, the oh, second to last, is Titans-Packers, uh, 10, and, 10 and 4 Titans, 11 and 3 Packers. The Packers with uh, a win can, with a win and a, and a Saints loss, can clinch the number one overall. And the Titans with a win. And uh, yeah, they, they need a win, and 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 they, they wouldn't necessarily clinch the division. The Colts lose, but a win definitely helps them. But it, it, the the Colts and the and the and the Titans just trying to keep up with each other. So um, they both kind of have to win and hope the other one loses uh, consecutively. And we'll we'll see what happens what happens there. So Titans Packers. That's the Sunday night game, and it should be a good one. The physical style of the Titans, the the packing, the passing attack of the Packers, uh, and, and it should be a good matchup and, and a good style between both of these teams. And finally, Bills Patriots. We get uh, the Bills who are eleven and three. They clinch the division on Sun on Saturday, and they can um, just. Win this game and stay and stay afloat of the number two seed. See, uh, Casey would have to lose the next two games, and even then, I don't know if if the Bills would overtake them in the number one overall seed. But the Bills at this point playing for the number two seed, looking to lock it up. So win there, and the Steelers' loss would. Pretty much guarantee that they that they would win the the second seed, as they hold hold a, a one game, the 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 tiebreaker versus versus the Steelers after they beat them on Sunday. So Bills Patriots in, in in what seems to be the passing of the torch between these two franchises, who for a long time the Patriots controlled the NFC East, AFC East, and now it seems the Bills are are destined to to control it. I don't know if they'll control it for 20 years. I don't know if they will be that well I'm pretty sure they won't do what the Pats did, but uh it's kind of very symbolic uh, of what we'll see then. Um and so that's that's the NFL. That's week 16, that's week 15. I want to thank um Will for coming on the pod with me and and talking some football. Uh I want to I want us. I want you to know that you can follow us at the Brood Thoughts Podcast, and and you can see everything we're doing there. You can um, interact with us there, and and you can f- you can uh, just see all our coffee videos. You can follow us on YouTube as well. You can listen to our podcast anywhere you get your pods: uh, Apple Music, Spotify, everywhere. Follow us on Spotify. Rate rate review and subscribe it really does help uh thank you so much for listening and and pass the word around to everybody tell your friend uh about our pod um we had we recorded a pod on on sunday about relationships and compromises in relationships we recorded a 
a pod yesterday with Adrian as he came on with us to talk about Canelo and, and the NBA preview and, and this pod about the NFL. And so we will have another pod on Sunday talking about Christmas and what we do for Christmas, our thoughts on Christmas and all of that. And um, we'll have uh, we'll be back next week with more on the NFL, the NBA. Uh, enjoy your Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to all. And uh, enjoy the NBA. Enjoy time with your families. And uh, go to church. <laughs> go to church tomorrow. Uh, whether you go, whether you're, you can go to the actual church or you can just listen to the uh, pop up on on their live feed and interact with everybody there. Uh, listen to the service. Uh, but have a good, have a happy, have a happy and Merry Christmas. We'll see you later. Drink better coffee.